Hello everyone. I want to talk to you about the upcoming book, The DNA Way. Uh, people have been asking me, what is this book? DNA, genetic sounds over my head. What exactly is going on in this book that is worth my time? Well, that's a good question because when I sat down to first write it, the, the question of how do I impart the knowledge that we have come across, but also make it a valuable experience for people, meaning that it's something that you would actually enjoy and want to do over and over again, meaning spend your time with this book. And so this was a challenge because the science of genetics is exactly that, a science. And it's uh, difficult to take that, take, to move away from that towards something that is like, you know, call it leisurely. And then I realized the best thing I could do is tell my own story. You know, I went through this journey. I had five chronic conditions. I had eczema, psoriasis, which is autoimmunity. I had migraines, gut issues, depression. There was other things going on as well, but those were the main ones that I was being treated for. Pills, scans, MRIs, all this different stuff with no resolution and nobody that could answer why were these things happening. You know, that, that was actually my question. I kept saying, like, what did I do wrong? What did I eat wrong? What did I breathe wrong? Well, what's going on in relationships? None of that mattered. What mattered was here's what you have. Here's what you have to take for it. And we're going to deal with it and we're going to manage it and make sure it doesn't get worse. It seemed counterintuitive and illogical to me that all these things happened at the same time. And all of a sudden I was just told they were innate and part of who I was when for 38 years prior to that, they didn't exist. And so that drove me down this journey of, you know, discovering functional medicine, discovering healing, discovering knowledge beyond uh, allopathic healthcare and prescription, you know, pill for an ill type mentality. And I found it in my own genome that there was hidden messages, cues, signals of areas where I needed to focus, uh, specific genes that were missing or not functioning properly, uh, things that were suboptimal, things that were highly optimal where I needed to, where I was deriving benefit and I need to focus on. And that led us to forming the DNA company, which was this pearl, this jewel that I've stumbled upon is what everyone around me needs for one reason or another, whether it's a relationship issue, whether it's some chronic condition, whether it's career planning, like you have a, any choice you have to make during the day, whether it's your health, wellness, or betterment requires you personalizing it or trial and erroring it. And personalization is always better. It's the ultimate luxury, in my opinion, getting exactly what you need at any given time. The be and all of all of that was the be all and end all, I should say, how do I get this to everybody, this knowledge that I I just learned? And that's when I started writing. That's when I started writing, documenting anecdotes here and there. And when I actually sat down and a publisher said to me, we need you to write a book, right at the same time that I was saying, I need to share this message with everybody. I then had to answer the question of how do we do this? Going back full circle to the very first thing I said. And so I wanted to go through the chapters with you, which I have here in front of me to help you understand what this book is about and why I think it's so valuable to everybody uh, beyond my personal bias of being the author, but truly the tool that I wished I had when I first got sick, which would have saved me so much time and heartache and how I answered that question of, I need to educate people on genetics and what they can do, not being you know, a professor or a PhD or a scientist, but a person that's understood what parts of this tool are the most valuable in terms of chronic disease and aging and been able to apply it and knows enough 
to change lives. And part of that had to do with understanding the context. And so the first part of the book is called The Situation. And there's two parts within which there's chapters. The situation is chapter one, medical whack-a-mole, the whole belief around trial and error. Like here's your problem that you have on the table. I'm going to throw something at it that may solve that problem. It might work. And if it does work, another problem may pop up. And now I'm going to go through that same routine with that problem. And I'm going to keep doing that until I am so sick that disease is my identity. That, unfortunately, is the way we deal with chronic disease today. Medical whack-a-mole, as it's called, chapter one. And I dive into why our medical system went in that direction. There was some good reason behind it. You know, our acute care model is amazing. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else if I were to, God forbid, break a bone or, you know, have some kind of terminal issue. Uh, but why did I get there in the first place? Those questions aren't answered. And so this chapter is important because it helps you understand the landscape. Then we get into chapter two, biomedical explorers. There, we start to understand why a person like myself and a person like yourself, who doesn't need to be a clinician, scientist, doctor, let's say, may be the best person to solve your problem with the guidance of those other people I mentioned around you to direct solutions. Because the reality, and you've probably experienced this already, of going to the doctor where they are allowed to bill insurance three to seven minutes. Meanwhile, it would probably require three hours to truly understand what's going on. This is where I became a biomedical explorer. I started learning not just on the, call it, uh, medical side, but the human biology side and pairing the two. I understood what was going on medically with me because I was told by doctors. I understood what the drugs did to me and why they made me feel somewhat better without actually resolving the problem. But I also started to learn what my body was doing and how it worked. And when I started to understand that, this other side became a clear problem to me. I understood that there was so much more. And that's why I urge people in this chapter to learn and to become biomedical explorers, because you can. There's no magic bow wrapped around healthcare knowledge where only a doctor is allowed to impart that to you. Yeah, regulatory-wise, you don't want to go start taking medications and performing surgery on yourself. But that's not where most health problems are resolved. Autoimmunity, chronic conditions, diabetes, etc. are resolved in an environment, nutrition, and lifestyle which you control. And so this is an important chapter to teach you how to think. Then we get into Dr. You. So Dr. You is taking this stuff to another level. You know, uh, how I often, and this is not bragging, this is more validating, get mistaken as a doctor. I get called Dr. Khan when I go to conferences just because someone just heard me speak and think that this guy must be a doctor. I'm not. And I think the knowledge that I have is because I'm not. And I've, I've learned from a different route. I've learned from uh, people like Dr. Mansoor, the genomicist that put this all together, Dr. Bryce Wild. I've learned from all, all the functional medicine doctors that use our testing. And from there, I was able to take the useful tools that I actually need and apply them, the actionable stuff. I don't need to know what a chromosome is. I don't need to know uh, how your cells divide and you know scientific biology. I need to know that here's the pathway that leads to my migraines. 
Here's the pathway that leads to my weight retention. And here's how I action that pathway to resolve it. And the science as to why that worked, great if I want to geek out, but isn't so important to drive a change. It's important to get to the thing that drives the change, but somebody else has already figured that out. And so part of being Dr. You is to understand you don't need to be a doctor, scientist, PhD. You need to be the person that knows the tip of the iceberg, which is the actionable insight, which is the most valuable part that the iceberg is helping you to keep afloat. And that's what I did for myself. So the second part of the book is the solution. How, after understanding the healthcare landscape and all of what I was dealing with, how genetics was the answer for me and why it became such a big part of my life and why I built a business around it, decided to leave what I was doing at the time and shift all gears towards this is the future, I'm going to focus on it. And it's broken up into a few chapters around various systems. And I think it's important to speak in the context of systems because that's how I sort of saw, first of all, healing. But by understanding the systems on their own, you can also understand how they interact and be more holistic in your uh, solutions. It's not I have a migraine. It's my mood. To what degree do I actually understand and feel and perceive that pain? It's my gut and how does the gut and brain connect and cause inflammation. It's my detox pathways and how well do I deal with environmental pollutants that I'm being exposed to. You know, it's my uh, inflammatory response and my methylation and what does my body actually do when I'm in that environment of the toxic pollutants. So it's once you start to understand these systems, you can use those insights as tools and apply them to various problems. So we're not saying that a gene equals a problem or a problem is solved by a gene. We're saying if you understand how your body works, you can start to answer any question that isn't innate, meaning you weren't born with a problem, you don't have a car accident and a broken bone, those things are directly dealt with. It's all the things that we develop over time. So what are the chapters? DNA, mood, and behavior. So everything about how the brain functions, why you think the way you think, why you perceive the way you perceive, your personality, everything down to like what career you would be best in and, and how I learned for myself how my brain drives, or my neurochemicals, I could say, should say, drive my behavior, which innately are driven by my genetic code. My genes map out how I create, bind, experience, and clear neurochemicals, which very clearly determines my behavior and how I perceive the world. Then we get into the next chapter, which is DNA, diet, and nutrition. So I don't think that the genetic tests around here's your meal plan are, are the best options. I don't think they're fully accurate. I think it's understanding the pathways that drive the macros and the micros, and then you yourself and me myself going out and using that tool to drive every meal decision. So as opposed to a meal plan where I don't even understand why I have this meal plan, it's more like teaching you to fish instead of catching the fish, which is how do I metabolize fat, starches, carbs? Should I be a vegan? What, do I, what, do, why, what does my body do with micronutrients like vitamin D and vitamin C and retinol? Such key important micronutrients, zinc, uh, that lead to longevity and prevention of chronic disease. If I start to understand those level of insights, I can make my meal plans. I don't need someone to coach me and guide me. I now know innately how I deal with everything when it comes to uh, metabolic pathways and food. Uh, DNA and sleep. 
This was an interesting one because in this chapter, we talk about something that I never even tried or set out to fix. In our initial genetic reports that our scientists brought to the table to teach me and our team, sleep wasn't even in there. This was something that we re realized after solving patients' uh, problems and them always coming and saying, I'm sleeping better. And us wondering, well, why? That's odd. And I learned and I was able to fix my own sleep. And now I sleep better than I ever have. And I didn't know how good I could feel if I slept properly. And so we dive into that, the various systems that affect your sleep and what you could do. And again, read them. You yourself can self-direct and you may uh, resonate with one of the categories of broken sleep uh, in terms of the genetic lens and be able to fix that right away. We then look at what we call cardiovascular health, but really it's centered around all chronic disease. So everything around what is the root cause that drives the disease that then gets a label as opposed to the disease itself. And, you know, we can say that, hey, I have a risk for diabetes, or we can say, here's the genetics of your insulin pathway and your starch pathway. We can say, hey, you have a risk of Alzheimer's, or we can say, here's how your body deals with in uh, inhalation type insults, like chemicals that you breathe in that may lead to cognitive decline. So it's important to reframe chronic disease is something that develops over versus something that you have and understand why they develop and then prevent them or if you have them reverse them and in this chapter i was able to reverse chronic diseases that, that i had and i was also able to prevent things that were clearly coming down the road we then look at hormones fitness and body types of so hormones particularly for women is such an impactful area and everything around how your body type is dictated by the hormones you produce in the way you produce them which then leads to so many other things, hair, skin, even mood, fat retention, muscle retention, fat loss, muscle loss. But for women, so much more. Breast cancer, uh, ovarian cancer, fibromyalgia, infertility, PCOS, endometriosis, all these major problems that women will struggle with for so long that if you understood at the root cause why they happen by understanding the hormones that drive them, they don't need to happen. And this, for me, was a very powerful moment because it was when I solved my niece's anxiety that she was about to be prescribed a pill for because it was acute. She would literally pass out from not being able to breathe. That I learned that the hormone section that we were working on and the state of female hormone health, there was a big gap. And this was a major motivator for me to write this book because women in particular uh, are suffering so much more when it comes to the current state of healthcare. Uh, and the answers are very clear. We have them. And so I had to write about it. Uh, then we deal with inflammation, immunity, and detox. So every, everything around the innate health of the cell. So what's going on at the cellular level? Uh, why do some people suffer more from certain exposures than others? Why do some people get a viral infection, can't get out of bed, and other people don't even know that they're sick? So the innate state of the, the health uh, of the health of the cell and how to maintain that. What are your threats? What are your priorities? why some people can run on a treadmill and what si why some people will actually get sick from cardiovascular exercise. So we, we understand truly what's going on there in multiple pathways. Uh, and it was a major source of healing for me. And so we shared it with you. And the last one is DNA and longevity. This was really cool because it was another area where we didn't intentionally set out on, but we started resolving for people based on the questions they would ask. And so we put a chapter together uh, in regards to how I learned how to reverse my biological age as measured cardiovascularly and through methylation markers. 
and why it's easy for everyone else to do the same. Much easier than you think. Uh, the longevity section will speak about low-hanging fruit and easy areas to poke at and solve problems. Uh, and so uh, this is a whole, it's kind of like taking all the other chapters and then reinterpreting them for the purpose of longevity because all these other systems, mood, sleep, cardiovascular, all equal longevity or not longevity. And so we really reinterpreted at the science level for that context and did the same in the book. So that's a general walkthrough of what was important and what I wanted to share, why the book was written, and it's me exposing myself as a guinea pig and saying, here's what I learned, here's how I fix it, and here's how I now feel. And by the way, you can do the same thing. Whether you use the book as your guide and start to see the clear signs that can guide you and change your health trajectory, or you get yourself tested or go to a functional medicine doctor and take some other action to drive bigger change. You know, start wherever you're comfortable and keep going. But I can tell you the way the book is designed, uh, you're going to love reading it. You're going to enjoy it. I very purposely made sure that it was an entertaining experience. But ultimately, the goal was here's a tool for you to understand through walking through my journey, how your body works. Here's exactly the key, and forget about the noise. Here's the key areas you need to focus on. And if you get these, you yourself can thrive. You yourself can reverse your biological age. You can reverse chronic conditions and slow down your aging. Uh, this is all of what happened for me. And so I thank you again for your time. I hope you're going to enjoy the DNA way. I hope it impacts you the way it impacts me. The lessons learned um, can drive you and your decision making and make things that are gray area a little bit more clear. And I thank you again, and I hope you enjoy the DNA way.